Good evening. We are back. This is the Across the Tracks podcast, and it's a great day to be alive. And we've got some interesting topics tonight. And I'm Wayne. And I'm Steve. All right. All right. I have to ask, man, right off the top. Do you remember the 21st of September? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's the big thing going around today. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. The opening line of that song. Do you remember the 21st of September? And uh, you know, it's interesting <laughs> that uh, you you brought that up. Uh, Lynn and I were watching something last week. You know, we think of Earth, Wind, and Fire. You always think that Maurice White and Philip right. Bailey and Bernie, right. you know, they were. The, the writers of all this, but this lady wrote September for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, I remember. I, I cannot, remember. She I passed away here not too long ago. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, uh, yep. Yep. but uh, yeah, that's that's definitely one of my walking songs when I oh, yeah. decide Absolutely. to walk because if I want to pick up the pace, yeah, uh, September is always on there. Yep, yep. You know, there's uh, you know, speaking since we're talking, you know, a little bit of music here at the top. There's another day, man, in September that uh, that that people always you know think about, and that was uh, the third of September. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. The third of that September. Day I will always remember. Day I'll always remember. You know, <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone. That's a lot of there. So. Yeah. So we got Earth, Wind, and Fire. We got the Temptations in the month of September date. So it's all good, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, so, uh, how was your week? One other thing about the oh. 21st of September, you know, this is always the beginning of fall. Yes. You know, this is the, this is the, actually June the 21st is the day I hate because I know that all the days after that, the days are, daylight's getting shorter and shorter. Yep, yep, and yep. this is the beginning of the fall solstice, the, uh, so it's spring down in Brazil or down south, okay? And so they're just coming out of the winter under the southern hemisphere. Right, right. And it's spring for them, and it's fall for us. So we get to December 21st, you know, it's summer, winter. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know me, I, I hate winter, I hate fall, I hate it when it gets dark early, man. <laughs> I got to, Lynn and I got to find time to, you know, get south over the winter. So, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to cold here. Uh, I think I think one of the broadcasts, we had snow week before last already. And I'm like, no, it's too early for this crap. <laughs> so, yep, cold weather's coming and it's going to start getting darker sooner. And it's like, no, man, I, I need that, you know, so. So, yep, uh, a lot of folks, man, they make that uh, they make that move. If they don't want to be somewhere cold, they they head out for the winter and go south. So or in your case, you might go west. You might go west. So, yeah, yes, sir. All right. Well, let's yeah. do this. We don't want to bore, bore our audience too much. And they'll nah. start setting this off. So let's let's get this short. We got probably a pretty short one tonight. Um. Just going to discuss a couple things here, and then we'll move on. Uh, cool. I know you're going to ask me what, what my week was about, but it's been the same. You know, not yeah. much ever, not much is going on there. So, right, um, right. yeah. 
things normal. Yep, same here, same here. Not a whole lot of action. Still dealing with COVID and uh, mask wearing wherever you go. And so I think that's going to be for the foreseeable future, this mask thing, man, being the mask man. So, <laughs> yeah. So for tonight, what do we have on tap for our for Well, our we're going to let's go back to our hometown. Let's go back to Elizabethtown. Let's go back. All and, right. and talk about something that's kind of unique for the Elizabethtown um, community, E-Town. And that is the first black-owned business that is a winery. Just open up in Elizabethtown. You know, for the longest time, Wayne, Hardin County was a dry county. Yes, for, sir. For folks, for folks that are out there, uh, you have wet counties, which serve alcohol, and you had dry counties in the state of Kentucky, which you didn't, you weren't able to buy alcohol. Right. Now, everybody that I know that consumed alcohol consumed it in their residence or on the street right. or whatever, even though it was a dry county. You know, my my dad always used to go over to the post, go okay. to Fort yep. Knox and get alcohol, or he'd go make that run to Boston. Yep. Uh <laughs> Junction. You know, you go across into into Nelson yep. County. Yeah. Nelson County was a wet county. So they would he would go over there and get, you know, his early times or whatever and um, bring it back home and, you know, have some spirits. <laughs> yep, you know, spirits. Or he'd go to Meade County or he'd go to Fort Knox. But Elizabethtown was wet until, gosh, was it probably, was it 2016 that they wow. went? It I mean, might have been, Elizabethtown yeah. was dry. Yeah, it was dry up like until 2016. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. So yeah. somewhere around 2016, they unleashed the beast and um, Elizabethtown is a uh, Hardin County is wet now. Yeah. So it goes back to this idea that this, this uh, retired soldier uh, out of Fort Knox opened up uh, a winery in Elizabethtown and it's called the um, Water's Edge Winery and Bistro. Yep. You know, which is a first, which is awesome, you know, for for E-Town, you know. So, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts about that, man? Oh, it's 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 top notch, man. Um you know, it's it's a huge um huge um improvement of the downtown area for sure. Uh now that they're trying to revitalize a downtown E-Town, and so having um, the Watkins family, I believe that's that's the the owners of the of the business, having the yep. Watkins family come in and create this um, this winery and then bistro, you can get a get something to eat as well, and a you know do wine tasting whatnot. It's a it's a major improvement for the downtown area, and again, it's black owned. So you have to applaud that man. So I think it's going to be. I I hope I hope it is successful, and that people support it. And 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 hope help it to thrive, and uh, it's around. It becomes an institution in the downtown area for uh, for a long time to come. Yeah, yeah. When I when I go back home, I may stop in there and just visit the place. And uh, I mean, I don't drink alcohol or anything like that, but 
you know, I may stop in the place and it's, since it's a bistro, they serve food. Right, right. Uh, so I may uh, see if they have something for uh, vegetarians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, just go in there and give them support, even if it's just to buy a, a soda or something, you know. Right, right, right. So, right. you know, one thing that. Support, right. Yeah. One right. thing we have to do is support, you know, downtown. You know, they're trying to revitalize downtown a little bit. And uh, they're kind of getting away from people going out to the mall. And most major cities, everybody wants to move back downtown and so on. Right, right. So they're trying to revitalize downtown, in which, you know, when we were going up, downtown was downtown. There was no mall. Nope. <laughs> uh, there was none of that out there. So we would go downtown to uh, J.J. Newberry's or Riders. Or, Riders. You know, we'd what go down to the... Uh, Go down to the uh, uh, what's the drugstore that was right there on the circle? Uh, yeah, the circle. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Man. I, I can see it as plain as day. Can't think of the name of it though. But yeah, yeah, yeah the the drugstore right there. I mean, matter of fact, we used to walk home from school and go in there and get ice cream. You know, okay. they had a soda fountain. That's <laughs> soda, fountain. That soda fountain. Right, right down the street from the Brown Pusey House. Yep, yep. I can't remember the name of that drugstore, but yeah, I I can see it and can't think of the name, but absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you know, people would go in there and 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 you know get all kinds. I mean, they had everything. The normal drugstore. Yeah. Yep. And I remember going in there and going, you know. I'm afraid to go and ask for these certain things that people who wear to keep from getting someone impregnated. <laughs> but I remember going to the drugstore. <laughs> I was scared as hell to go there and ask. <laughs> oh, what was the name? Oh, my. I can see I can't it. I can day and can't think yeah. of it. Yeah. But yeah, downtown Elizabethtown, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, they've got, you know, a bike shop down there. They got a running, running store. The old, yeah. um, um, oh gosh, they used to sell Western flyers. It was like a. Oh yeah, uh, the. Um, I can't think oh, of the name man. of it. <laughs> we're getting right. old. Yeah, they were right there on the corner by the by the alley, and they yep. sold bikes and yep. all kind of stuff. Oh, Western Auto. Western Auto. <laughs> the Western yes. Auto store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we used to so, go in there, man, and um, I remember walking down to Western Auto. You know, we go, we'd, we'd be ready to shoot hoop somewhere, and we go in Western Auto buy nets. Somebody would go buy some nets, <laughs> yeah. put on them, and then when the game were done, somebody would take the nets down. Like, yeah, you don't forget to bring the nets the next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that, but you know that was that was that was downtown there, man. And like you said, there was no mall back then. No. And so you did all your shopping in that little area, in that downtown square area. That's where you did most of your shopping. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, Houchins Grocery was downtown at one time. Yep. You know, sure you was. walked uh, down past uh, J.J. Newberry's, turned the corner there, made a made a left, and walked down the street, and there was Houchins Grocery downtown. Mm-hmm. So they had a they had a hotel right downtown. Yep, hotel. Was that was it was it Taylor's Hotel? The Taylor Hotel, yep. Yeah. Hotel. And uh, man, you've named off a lot of good establishments, man. Back <laughs> in the day, uh, they had a what was the jewelry store that was down? Yep, they had a there. jewelry store. Um, jewelry store. Oh gosh, 
Ben Franklin's Five and Dime. Ben, yep, the Five and they had, Dime. They had the, yeah. the, the city, the bank right there on the on the yeah. opposite Citizens, corner. That Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank. Yep, yeah, Citizens so, Bank. Well, as we digress. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of props to the uh, Watkins family by bringing the uh, bistro to uh, absolutely to downtown Elizabethtown. Absolutely. You know, I, 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 it, our, our home, our home folks. Yeah. That are that listen to our podcasts. Uh, you know, shoot us an email, shoot us a, a, a text or something, and see. Let us know what it's like because you right. know I I try to get down to E Town at least once or twice a year, and uh, uh, may stop in there and visit. Absolutely, yeah. They're uh, they're on. I guess we can say they're on sort of like. Your side of the tracks, or would they be on my side of the tracks? <laughs> they're downtown. They're on my side of the they're tracks. They're on your side of the track. They're downtown. So you got yeah. another. Yeah, you got another one. Yeah, they're on your side of the track. So yeah, yeah not it, not far from your side of the track. Not just, far. Nope, just, they are not far. Just go across the creek. <laughs> yeah, not far from the creek. Absolutely. So yeah, if if anybody out there who listens, if you've been to the uh, the bistro and you check it out, because they had a grand opening last weekend, Friday, Saturday. So. If you did participate in that grand opening, hey, let us know. Let us know. And uh, we want to say much, much respect, much power uh, to the Watkins family for doing this. And we hope they have tremendous success uh, in this business endeavor. Great, great thing for downtown. Yes, sir. sir. Okay, let's let's uh, change gears here for a second, my brother. And uh, let's, let's talk about, uh, I guess we should go into politics again and I know over the past weekend uh, America uh, the world lost a giant um, and that is Ruth Bader Ginsburg yep. uh, on Friday evening she she passed and I was at a football game and I was listening to one of the um, uh, channels. Uh, I'm actually on my phone. I was actually watching the news broadcast, and it came across. And I had the, you know, I was social distancing myself in the stands, and then I was watching this news broadcast, and it came across. And I had to leave the stands. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. You know, because I was I was and, and, and many people were praying that she would be able to hang in there past January the 20th. And hopefully um, we'll have a, a new president or different president, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. <clears throat> That news came across, and I immediately kind of stepped away from everybody and called Lynn and said, have you heard the news? And she goes, no, I hadn't heard the news, but, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg just reported that and confirmed that she had died. And she was also kind of upset, you know, Mm -hmm. because this lady, you know, did so much for uh, women and Judas prudence uh, yep. in this in this country and around the world. You know, uh, she was a, a a quiet leader, 
that didn't take any guff from anybody. And uh, when when women weren't supposed to be stepping out and um, not staying at home, she was responsible for taking care of her family and going to law school at the same time and then finishing law school at the top of her class and then getting a job. It was tough to get a job simply because she was a female and the attitude was, you know, you you shouldn't be working. You should be at home taking care of your kids. And, yeah. you know, this little five foot one lady basically said, you know, screw you guys. And um, I want to say she worked her way to the uh, court system. She was uh, appointed, I think, maybe one of the appellate court or federal judge. And then in 1993, she was uh, appointed by um, President Bill Clinton to serve yep. on the Supreme Court. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So big loss. Yeah, big loss. Uh, small in stature, but as you said, a giant man, um, a giant um, in, for this country and you know, the rights of women and, um, you know, a lot of major decisions that she had a hand in um, as a justice on the court. Uh, second woman to serve on the court um, behind Sandra Day O'Connor. So, I mean, yep. huge, huge. And um, I same thing, man. My daughter texted me. I forgot what we were doing. And my daughter texted me and she said, hey, did, did you hear that RBG died? And I'm like, what? And I, I went in and told my wife, I said, RBG passed. And she's like, oh, no, because we know we know what that meant. You know, we 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 knew like your feeling and your and your wife's feeling. We, we know what that meant. And um, she, man, she was a powerhouse um, for the rights of of women and and a lot of the other decisions she made. She was one of the voices of reason on the court, and so she will definitely be missed. And um, so rest in peace, rest in power to Justice Ginsburg. Yeah. Um, I, there was a movie. Matter of fact, there was a movie about her life here. Uh, I think it came out. Was it last year? On the basis of sex, I think there was it was about her life. Yes, yes. And uh, now, I mean, I, I I hadn't planned to watch it, but I think I'm, I may go try to find it if it's on one of the streaming platforms and check it out. But she will definitely be missed. Um, her voice, very loud voice on the court, will will be missed. And so um, now that she has passed. That sort of segues us, I guess, into our next topic, <laughs> um, what this means going forward. And um, I'll, I'll let you start it. I mean, what what do you, what what do you think or what what, what do you foresee uh, her loss um, doing not only for the Supreme Court, but for the country? Where, where do you see this taking us? Well, you know, for the longest time. You know, um, the Re Republican Party has only had one thing in mind, and that is to uh, reverse Roe versus Wade. That's the only thing they've ever wanted to do. And for years and years, we've had a 5-4, um, you know, majority one way or the other. And so now what's going to happen is that um, 
our friend from our home our home state, Yellow slash the turtle, Moscow Mitch, <laughs> and all his minions who literally um, kept uh, President Obama's Supreme Court nominee off the court uh, by saying that it's an election year and uh, we should let the people decide the next president should uh, be able to uh, choose the next Supreme Court justice. And so, you know, they want to get a majority so they can overturn Roe versus Wade. And they're going to hide. They're going to put somebody in there that's going to um, they're, they're not going to be there unless they are in favor of that. That's what I feel. I, I hope they turn out different, but that's what I feel. And the other thing is that, you know, since uh, the current occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue uh, is in court trying to overturn uh, the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, then that in the Supreme Court is going to be hearing that case coming up later on, one of those cases coming up later on uh, this fall, late this fall, then they can reverse that. And so, yep. so it's possible that, you know, 55 or 100, over, almost 155 million people could lose their health insurance. You know, so um, her loss is is big for that in, in the fact that, you know, Justice Roberts, you know, he's kind of been a swing vote. You know, he knows that he doesn't want the court to look bad with all the this is what I feel, all these decisions that are pro right wing as opposed to pro left wing or whatever and so now with her being gone now it's going to put him in a pickle and it's also going to you know it's going to uh, cause havoc, havoc for you know laws in the future because they're just going to they're going to appoint somebody young yep. and that person is going to be on the court for you know 30 years or more so um, it's it's a it's a huge loss. And the other thing in which we will talk about is our our man Moscow Mitch, who proudly said that you know when uh, it's a presidential election year, the next president's going to should be able to um, choose the uh, nominee. So now that RGB has uh, RBG has died. Now he's just said, well, we're going to do that now. He's he, Lindsey Graham and all those all those folks um, that says that it's when it's an election year, you should wait until the next president. Don't choose any Supreme Court justices. Don't nominate anybody until the next president. And now they just are hypocrites. Yep. Now they're saying that, oh no, we're gonna choose the president. We're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna choose the nominee. Every one of them are a bunch of damn hypocrites. That's what pisses me off. Yep. The Republican Party 
is just a power, a party that wants to keep power. They yep. don't give a crap about anybody but themselves. Yep. Yep. And and it, it just infuriates me that uh, they'll say in one breath, we're going to hold out Obama's nominee, but yet when somebody else comes over, and it's an election year, you know, it's four years later, and now it's, oh, we're, we, we don't mean, my bad, we're Indian givers, uh, you know, we're taking that back. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's, yeah. it's sad, and there's nothing that, since, since the Republicans have a majority in the Senate, there's not a lot of things the Democrats can really do. Nope. You know, and the Lindsey Grahams and those folks, I mean, if Moscow Mitch decides to have a vote to see if they're going to have uh, uh, bring this nominee to the judicial um, committee, then, you know, you have to have a majority to do that. Yep. And I, I want to see which Republicans are going to say, uh, you know, in four years ago, we said that the next president should choose that. Let's see how many of them step forward yep. and say Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, you name them all. They all said the next president, you know, mm -hmm. the next president should do that. The next president. Now they're all reneging on that. You yep. know what? And this is what gets me. I know I'm going on, but this is what gets me. They're all liars. They're all hypocrites. That's that said that. And yep. the people that vote for them, you're the same. You're the yep. same person. If you yep. if you vote for those same people, then you're choosing to be a hypocrite as well as them. Don't give me this crap about, you know, well, we sent those, those people there to do right for us, but they're still lied. They still lied to the American people. And I hope that people come out and vote those bastards out just like they did in, in, in 2018. I yep. just it's and, and we can't do anything but sit back and watch it. That's what pisses me off more than anything. It's not that I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican or whatever. It's the process. Right. You know, the current right. occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue has fucked up the, <laughs> the way we govern, the way <laughs> things are done. He's fucked it all up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. To, I, I don't I don't drop f bombs too often, but look at what ha has happened to this country. And there's people that are supporting that dumbass because they are party first, not country first. So I, I'm I'm yeah. done. Yeah, I, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. No, <clears throat> I have to echo some of your sentiment there, my friend. Um, it makes you angry. And as I was telling my wife today, man, the people who claim there is no racism in America, you, I don't know what, what show you've been watching, but today it was crystal clear, or yesterday, whenever it was, it's crystal clear that all these people who four years ago would not give President Obama his Supreme Court nominee, wouldn't even give the man a hearing. Wouldn't even let the man sit and, and, and chat with the man. Wouldn't even give him a hearing. Because why? The people need to make that choice. Fast forward four years later, like you say, we were, we're, we're going to renege on that. Don't, don't pay any attention to those words we said four years ago. 
and and I believe this as though I'm sitting here in front of this mic. The only reason why those folks did that was to thwart thwart is it thwart thwart T H W A R T thwart a black man in power. Period. This black man is in power, and you do not want him to succeed at any cost. So you you stifled him for eight years. So here's another opportunity for you to stifle him by not putting forth his nomination to the Supreme Court for a hearing. Fast forward, here you are now, all bets are off. Why? Because you're you're the you're a puppet for this idiot that's occupying the White House. And it's it's disgusting, man. It's 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 deplorable that these people have no moral character. None. And it, it like you said, there's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is sit back and watch. And uh, I, my wife says, why are you watching this? All you're doing is getting angry. <laughs> but yeah. you have to watch because you're like, what are the what is wrong with these people? And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see, man. But every one of them, like you, you named off the, the, the most popular people that uh, we've got you on tape. We know exactly what you said four years ago. But now you've you've got amnesia. And you don't remember anything you said four years ago because you are uh, you're being pimped out uh, by the current occupant uh, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And so I think it's disgusting, as you said, it it just makes you angry, man, that our country has fallen as far as we have all because we're being led by a dumbass. And uh, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know. if I really don't know if the Democrats can do anything. Um, they're going to have to have some Republican folks stand up, uh, straighten their uh, straighten their spine and say, no, you know what? This is wrong because this is what we said four years ago. And right now they've got two people that they're willing to do that. Uh, they've got Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins that said, you know, we're not going to vote to uh, to bring this nominee uh, on board. So we need two more. We need two more people of moral character to say this is bullshit because if it was true four years ago, it's true now. And we need to stand for something. And right now, I, I don't see a lot of these Republican folks standing for anything except their own interest. So like you say, man, that's all I'm going to say because it makes you angry and you get pissed and you just you you feel your blood pressure rising, man, because it's it's so hypocritical. That's what's and, going on. And, and the other thing that's so sad is that Moscow Mitch, you know, he's he's, you know, pulling ahead in the senatorial race in Kentucky. And it's it's going to be close, you know, but, you know, he's got, you know, he's he's done so many things to bring in money and and bribe the folks back home, yeah. you know, and, and, and his wife, you know, with her ass, she's she's just as bad. You know, they're working hand in hand yep. to um, basically just to get elected. And that's all he cares about. Uh, yeah. is is being in power. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, just just think of it. Since uh, um, May, they've had the second stimulus package sent to him, and it's just sitting there. Yeah. And all he's been doing is confirming justices. Yeah. That's all he's been doing. You yeah. know, 
Now, all those people, all the people out there, I don't know if you listen to us or not, but if your businesses are faltering and you need some help, you need your wages to go up so you can hire folks and so on, uh, they don't give a shit about you. Nope. They don't care. They don't care about you. They're going to they're gonna stop everything and put this person uh, on uh, the Supreme Court uh, simply because it's all about power. You know, yeah. you know, sometimes I think, Wayne, this is what I think. You know, let's let's go ahead and and get rid of Roe versus Wade. Let's get rid of of the Affordable Care Act. Let, let them have it. I know I'm talking crazy. Let yeah. them have it. Now, what in the hell are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what yeah. are they going to, what are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, again, it's, it's, I, I don't get it, man. We, we, you know, we, we lived in Kentucky most of our adult lives up until, well, not most of our adult, lives, but we were born and raised there. And you have to wonder, man, as to like, people know they're getting screwed. They know they're getting screwed in Kentucky. And it's like, why do you continue to vote for Mitch McConnell? Why? I, 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 I wish somebody would explain that to me. Why do you keep voting this man into office? He means you no good. And, and not only is it the CARE Act sitting on his desk, it has been sitting there for months. So has the update to the Voting Rights Act. Yes, yes. And he was one of the people praising John Lewis and and like, dude, shut the hell up. Yeah. If you if you 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 know your words mean nothing. They're hollow because all you're doing is is Trump's dirty dirty work. You're doing his dirty work, appointing all these judges who who have the power now to change the landscape of our lives and other people in this country for a long ass time. But you can't do the things that are, you know, that people need. People are hurting. And you've let this bill sit on your desk for months and months and months. And a lot of the businesses that have went down the toilet, a lot of people who who are in danger of losing their homes, getting kicked out of their apartments, whatever, can't can't fund, uh, can't can't pay for food or whatnot. A lot of those people are in Kentucky. We know that. Yes. They're your people. And you can't have the moral courage to approve the CARES Act. And you won't do anything about the Voting Rights Act. But yet, you're, you're going to do the dirty work of the current occupant. And so, I, I, it's, it's all you can say is, man, it's disgusting. What this country, the shape this country is in right now, it's disgusting. And really, it's an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment that the people elected to serve and lead, they're they're useless. They're useless. And so I wish there was a major wave, a tsunami of people coming out to vote. And we don't have to hear about Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, uh, Cornyn down in Texas uh, and, and Yertle. We don't have to hear about them anymore because the people have said, you know, what? enough of this bullshit. We you're screwing us. You're not doing anything for us. So, we, you know what? Our vote voice is our vote. And and we're, we're going to vote your ass out. Yeah. And I think, man, something's got to change. Something yeah. has to change. 
and, and you know the other the other thing, Wayne. There's something else that's out there. It's called Corona, the yes. coronavirus. Yes, it's, it's still going. I still mean, going. As of as of right now, as of today, it's reached over two hundred thousand Americans have died. Two hundred thousand people. And the current occupant. Oh, he's happy to to get something. That somebody else can look at. Oh, look! Look, here's a there's a scratchy thing over there. Let's let's pay attention to this, and let's not pay attention to COVID nineteen, because he knows he's a complete failure when it comes to it. We yep. know that he's a complete failure when yep. it comes to it. Yep. And you know, Bob Woodward uh, interviewed the dumbass, and <laughs> he's he's such a narcissist that he went looking for Bob Woodward. Yep. He he went. Oh, I got a. Oh, Bob Woodward. He's got it. He. Yep. yep. He's got. It. He's the, the best uh, reporter out there. So yep. let's go and talk to Bob Woodward's. Yep. And it comes out that he's you know he's he's a dumbass yep. and he wants to. Well, Mr. President, you know that there's a lot of people dying from COVID. Oh yeah, it's a terrible thing. It's airborne, and he's telling people not to wear masks. Yep. yep. You know. It it yeah. makes no sense, and and yeah. the people that support him and everybody that goes along with him, you know, he's the biggest he's the biggest fraud that's ever been in the White House, uh, that's ever been in the White House forever. Yeah. He's the biggest fraud. He is the yeah. biggest joke. Yep, and uh, you know we might as well say, guess who we have to thank for that. We have 100 million people, I think 100 million people, didn't, they were too lazy to come to vote uh, in 2016. They didn't show up to vote. And we got 53% of white women to thank for that. So the fraud that's being fabricated onto us, thank you very much. 100 million people who were too lazy to come out to exercise your constitutional right. And 53% of white women who, they're so independent, they're so open-minded, your husband's told your ass, don't vote for that bitch, Hillary. You're going to vote for the current occupant. That's exactly what happened. And so we have those two groups of people to thank for the fraud that's being perpetrated on us right now. And people are dying. People are suffering. And a lot of lot of people think like, hey, we're, we're going to vote for him again. And I can't fathom what the hell is wrong with you. What is wrong with you? Party so over country. it makes you, it make it just oh man, it makes it makes you so mad because in a way you are sort of powerless. Yep. Um, and and all you have is your vote, and uh, but you can't you know you can't go to D.C. and go on the Senate floor and 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 give a, a soliloquy about what the hell is wrong with this country and all these people who are doing nothing to serve the people, the needs of the American people, we can't do that. So the best thing we can do is go to the ballot box uh, on the 3rd of November and vote all these idiots out, man. That's that's it. That's, that's our know, problem. I see America as a sinking ship. Yep. You know, I was in the Coast Guard, and with within – the Coast Guard, we have drills in which, of course, you have to save damn ship. You know, if you're three or four hundred miles away from the nearest land and there's a fire on board the ship, you have to put out the fire. You can't call the damn fire department. All right. 
seriously. And yep. what we've got is a person that's the captain of the ship and the damn ship is sinking. Yep. Now, once the ship is is going down, there's a there's a few things that you can do. Number one, you can put on a life preserver and that's going to keep your ass afloat. All right. And so it's going to keep you afloat as long as it's going to keep you afloat, you know, and uh, that's the way the country is right now. We have people that the ship is going down. The whole world's looking at our ship going down. They're watching our ship going down. We can see that our ship is going down and we have life preservers. Some people are too fucking stupid to put the life preserver on before they jump into the fucking water. Those are the people that voted for that idiot. Hey, we got a life preserver. We can throw you a life preserver. I don't need a life preserver. I can fucking swim. Well, guess what? You're not swimming 400 miles, you dumbass. Right. Right, right. Okay. Yep. So that is that is a that's great what's analogy. Happening. That's that what's happening, great... man. The ship is sinking. We got yep. life preservers, and the people that want to put the life preserver on, you better get your ass out there and vote. Otherwise, you're gonna be sinking with the fucking ship, and the ship's yep. gonna drag your ass under, and then the yeah, fucking yeah. sharks are gonna come and eat your ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've this is this is uh... this is out of my character. Yeah, that's yep. why we have explicit as part of as yeah. part of our part of our uh, our podcast yeah. because it just makes no sense. Yeah, but sometimes you got to keep it real and you got to call call stupid stupid, you know. <laughs> and uh, what we got going on is a serious case of the stupids, and uh, we better get our head out of our ass um, because I, I you I mean maybe you share this sentiment. But we cannot stand four more years of, of stupid. We can't do it. We cannot we cannot survive four more years of stupid and having people in other branches of the government who endorse stupid. Yeah. And people are will continue to die because based upon uh, Dr. Fauci and others who know about Corona and and and, and understand, you know, what the virus is doing and why it's doing whatever. You know, this this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So it's going to be here. And so we need people who are going to support medical science. And I, if, if, if this continues for four more years, a lot more people are going to die. That's for sure. Because uh, this this whole thing is a hoax. It's been a hoax. It's the Democrats' plot to get to bring me down and all this stupid ass rhetoric that goes on. We can't we can't take it, man. We can't take it. And so um, as I as we've talked offline a few times, I've got my passport ready. <laughs> I got my yeah. passport ready, man. Um, the U.S. is one of the greatest things going. But we we have turned into something, man, that it, it doesn't resemble. You, you feel stressed all the time because of all the foolishness that's going on and yeah. no one is checking it. That's the that's the sad thing about it. You stressed because every day it's something different. And we've said on this podcast, we really don't want to talk about this, but it's in your face every day. There's something every day. And so our democracy is being t- 
torn apart. It's being shredded day by day by day. And so we have to speak on it. But um, if, if it gets to the point to where, like you say, man, the ship is going down. And uh, I personally, I can't swim. So I don't, I don't want to be on it. <laughs> I can't swim. I, I, I'm getting off. The ship and, is taking uh, on water right now. It yeah, is taking we, on water. It is lisping it's to listing. the port side. Yeah, the, sh- the ship is listing. And so uh, we, 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 can't t- we can't deal with it, man. The country cannot deal with four more years of stupid. I'm sorry. And so uh, that's, that's, that's where I think we probably ought to leave it because it's just getting us fired up, man. And like you said, you were a little out of character tonight, but it's all good, man. It's all good. It, 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 it lets people know that there are a lot of people, not just yourself, not us. There are a lot of people who care about this country. And we we are we are appalled at what we're seeing, but I think a lot of us we're, we're the we may be the minority. Yeah, it seems as though the people who are getting the loudest voice and a lot of say so in this are the people who are endorsing all this foolishness. And so there are a lot of people across this country that care about this country, the future of this country. They care about democracy. They care about the rule of law. They care about what is right. And so what they're seeing unfold before their eyes day after day after day, it's like you're in the freaking twilight zone. You can't believe some of this stuff that has gone on. And so hopefully we're going to have a Rod Serling come in at the end and tell us that, like, this has been a bad dream, folks. (laughs) (laughs) You've been in a bad dream. (laughs) It's really okay. You've been in a bad dream. Uh, but it's, it's painful gonna take, now, man. It's going to take years to years. even if he's he's uh, booted out. Years. It's going to take years to get back a reputation yes. amongst other countries. Yes. You know, other countries are just they're praying that he's removed, yes. he's voted out. Yes. You know, I mean, it's to a point now where we get no respect from from. Other countries, and he does nothing about it. Well, hell, uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, uh, there was a, a B-52 flying over in Europe, yep. and two Russian uh, yep. planes came up and challenged it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the weird thing about it is that it's it's the same uh, squadron that Alex used to be in. Yep. You mentioned that. Uh, yeah. Yep. Out of uh, uh, out of uh, Minot. Minot, yeah, and. Yep. And he he doesn't say anything about it. Nope. And on the ground in Iraq, there's uh, or Syria, there's Soviet Russian troops that have um, challenged American forces, stopped us, and, and, and shot at us and stuff. And yep. we're 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 not doing anything about it nope. because his dumb ass is afraid of Vladimir Putin. And I I, I think Putin owns him. He he's got something on him. I I he's got something on him, man. Because you 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 know you and I and you 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 know you're in the military, whatnot. You've been in the military. Um, there are some things that during they, they were unacceptable, man. You, the U.S. was not friends with Russia. That oh, was no. a, 
they, they, you, when, when you were going through your military training and learning about the, the military and the history of the country, and, and we, we served during the time of the Cold War, oh, yeah. that, was, that was pounded into you every day, man, that oh, yeah. Russia is not a friend of the U.S. You know, and, and now you've got a president of the country that seems to just not care that they're sabotaging our elections. They put bounty on the troops, uh, heads of our troops overseas. Their jets challenge our jets, and nothing said about that. Russian yeah. troops are supporting, like you said, in Syria, Russian troops are supporting uh, what's going on there. He says nothing about that. He wants to bring Russia into the G7 again. It's like, and the other country saying, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> no. So he's got something on him. Uh, He's got something on him, man. That's the only way you can explain this. You know, when I was in the Coast Guard station down in uh, Texas towards my maybe my last year or two, any time a Russian ship comes to the United States and the very first port they land is that this was in the 70s. The very first port that they land in, we have to check that ship out, the Coast Guard. Yep. checks that ship out and we go through every we went through every crevice crevice on that ship every bulkhead every opening and we had geiger counters that we mm. carried with us because you know we were looking for nuclear weapons because you know russia was the enemy the soviet yep. union at the time soviet union, uh, yep. was the enemy was the enemy yep. And so we didn't we didn't take it lightly, and we we spent eight hours going through this ship through every little passageway that you can imagine, every little bulkhead, and there were KGB agents on board they uh, that ship. Yep. yep. You know, and um, yeah, I mean, we we should never be friends with those guys. We should respect them. Yeah. But we shouldn't be buddy buddies because the Putin, you know, he's a KG, former KGB guy, yeah. and he wants to destroy America. Yep, yep. And and that, that was always the stance, man, from previous administrations. The stance was, no, we ain't we ain't buddies. I think it was, what, what's the line from uh, 48 Hours? We ain't friends. And we ain't, when Nick Nolte was telling Eddie Murphy's character, we ain't partners and we ain't friends, yeah. you know. But that was the stance. We respected, we respected them as a sovereign nation, but we were never buds, man. We never gonna invite you over and have tea and all this kind of foolishness. But now, it's so evident, man. It is so evident that somebody's got something on you, man, as to why you are silent when it comes to Russia. And so, um, it's it's sad, man. It's sad to see how far we have fallen. Um, and, and I don't know what the end game is, man. I truly don't, but something needs to change. And, uh, if it doesn't, we're in, we're in for, we're in for a rough, rough time, man. Yeah. yeah. Rough time. Somebody's got to get looking at, I'm starting to look at property in Portugal. Hey, I tell you, man, I like, <laughs> Portugal. I like, Portugal. Uh, I can always like go I said, back I got, to Italy. I got my passport ready, man. <laughs> because I, one, I, I just don't see I don't see things getting better. I see them getting worse. And if he gets his Especially wish, if he wins. 
Right, especially if he wins, then he's unbridled. He he he's he's duped these Republican senators into putting somebody on the Supreme Court that's going to dismantle things that the American people have depended on. People are going to lose their health care. Um, you know, Roe v. Wade is going to be repealed. Um, the, the rights that RBG championed for the uh, for the LGBTQ community, those are going to go by the wayside. It, we're we're going to be in a, in a world of hurt, man. World of hurt. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Roe v. Wade. And there's something that Lynn and I t- talk about all the time is the fact yeah. that, you know, they always talk about pro-life, pro-life, yeah. right. pro-life, pro-life. Yeah. And the kid is born. They don't give a shit about him. Think about it. We're pro-life. The kid is born into a, a family that doesn't have a whole lot because, you know, a lot of people can't pass on. Uh, some people pass on their welfare. They're right, born right. into that situation. The situation is right. bad. Right. So. We we want to eliminate Roe v. Wade. We we protect the sanctity of life, but the same people that protect the sanctity of life before the child is born doesn't want to do a friggin' thing for him after the child is born. Right, right, right. We're not gonna, we're not going to give your parents any food stamps. Oh hell no, you don't get that. The welfare right. queen, right. you don't get that. Right. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna help support your family as it's struggling uh, for shelter. Oh no, no. But we 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 support the sanctity of life. Okay. Oh, we're not gonna help you. Oh, you lost your job due to the COVID. Oh no, we're not gonna help your ass. You know, we've already given three trillion dollars to big business. We're not gonna help your your poor ass out. Oh <laughs> no, you should be you should be able to make it on your own. You know, yeah. I made it on my own. They're not giving me anything. You shouldn't get anything. Right. You know, oh, oh we're not going to help you. Oh, he's he, he, a, a black man is shot in the back. OK, mm-hmm. we're not helping him out. Oh, no, he's paralyzed from the waist down. No, we're not helping him out. He deserved it. OK, right. so, right. you know, once again, we support the sanctity of life before their birth. Then then once their birth then we don't give a shit about you. Right, right. And and again, you know what's what's happening with uh, women that they found out down at the uh, those detention centers, yes. they're performing hysterectomies on these women, and it's like what? And and Cynthia and I were talking, my wife and I were talking about it, it's like why why are you doing that? And it's, we're like, oh, you 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 don't want these women to have any more brown babies, mm-hmm. so they don't try to come to the U.S. and supposedly take your jobs and all this other crap that you spout all the time. But you care about the sanctity of life. You really care about the sanctity of life. It's hypocritical, man. It's yeah. hypocritical. Yeah. It's hypocritical. Yeah. So I, I just I feel bad for the country, man. I feel bad for the country. And I feel bad for the fact that, you know, you and I, we're, we're in our 60s now. We, 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 we've seen a lot of stuff, as we talked about on the last podcast. But I wonder what, the, what this country is going to be like for my daughter. You've got, you've got a daughter and a son. What is the country going to be like for them? What, what's, what are they going to have to deal with? And if, if this happens again, that uh, we do reelect um, this joke of a, an individual to occupy the highest office in the land, 
then we, we deserve what we get. Uh, we deserve what we get if we can't be that smart and, and do what we know to be right. And that is get this guy out, man. He is killing this country, killing it. And it's a slow, painful death. Um, so uh, that's all I got to say as Forrest says about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think we need to leave it alone now. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this has been, you know, a, a, a good conversation. You know, we tend to, you know, fuss sometimes, but we we bring up topics that I'm sure that everybody's discussing that we're that that, we, that that talk about the same thing that we are. Maybe it's a little bit different. They may not get as fired up as I've been tonight for some reason. You know, normally I'm you know I'm pretty low key on on everything, but you know sometimes I just it just you know just pisses me off, yeah. and so. Uh, there'll be more to it. There's going to be unfolding uh, stories that's going to develop. I, I I hope that you know um, the legacy of Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg is really what we are um, kind of eulogizing this evening. You know this this small giant of a of a lady that uh, has done so much for the country. You know, we don't want to take, we don't want to go so far as to not, you know, lead this podcast and, and, and not give her the respect that she deserves. Um, so, yeah, well, well, we're, we're right there with that. I second that, my friend. I second that. Yep. All right, my brother. So we're we're right at near the top of the hour and yep. we can only we can only ride this horse for so long before we put <laughs> it up in the barn yeah so with that uh i'm sure there'll be other developments that we'll discuss in future podcasts and um i'd like to say that you know right now we're we're still moving forward um we're going to continue the the podcast we're we're on um, several platforms now, you know, Google Podcasts and Apple and Spotify. Uh, I think we're even on Anchor now. Uh, so we're 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 out there, and um, I hope you've uh, hadn't tuned us out too many times. But <laughs> though we're just two small town guys growing up in a small town in Kentucky, Hardin County. And um, we see it the way that we see it. That's it, man. We uh, sometimes we keep it real. And uh, tonight, I think, was one of the realest shows we've had. (laughs) (laughs) The realest shows we've had. But, uh, you know, it uh, again, it's it's the way we see it. You don't have to agree with us. But, uh, you know, if you don't, hey, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to entertain um, another view if there is one. So uh, we're here. We ain't going nowhere. Uh, (laughs) We'll be here on these airwaves until we we feel, you know, we don't really have a voice anymore. So uh, until the next time, uh, as my usual greeting I've been using as of late, Wakanda forever. (laughs) Chile Amadopo.